0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Your teeth. Not only do they say a lot about you, but they also say a lot about your overall health. Welcome to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and we are going to be talking about... Your dental health and how you can make sure you are the healthiest you can be. And also look good doing it. Ron Zockel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center is here. But first, some of the Vancouver consumer news headlines from the past week. Apple announced their new iPhone this past Tuesday. They say the new phones will take advantage of the 5G technology, which is just starting to roll out in Vancouver. The iPhone 12 with 6 0.1-inch display starts at 1129 bucks here in Canada. It's pretty much the same as the iPhone 11, but lighter and thinner. The iPhone 12 Pro starts at $1,399. It's got a more powerful camera. And one thing that may tick off iPhone users, Apple says they will no longer include those little charging adapters In the box, when you buy a new phone, they say it will mean smaller, lighter boxes that are more environmentally friendly to ship, which might be okay. I I think the I, I have in my house way more of the little adapters than I do the cords, so we'll see how that goes. But people will be mad at that. And you know when you drive into downtown on the Granville Bridge, you see that really cool new angular building? It's called the Vancouver House, 49 stories. Well, it was announced this week that it will soon have a partner which will go up on the other side of the bridge and will have a huge impact on the Vancouver skyline and what they call the downtown gateway as you drive over the Granville Bridge. Vancouver City Council voted this week to OK a 55-story building to be called 601 Beach Crescent. The developer, Pinnacle International, figures it'll cost about $250 bucks, and judging by the artist's rendering, it should have a really unique look. And Vancouver City Council took a step toward putting an end to no pets clauses in your rental contracts. The city voted unanimously on Thursday to give Mayor Kennedy Stewart the power to advocate for the provincial government to keep landlords from refusing to rent to people who have pets. So it's got a few more hurdles to go through. But Mayor Kennedy Stewart tweeted that, especially now in the middle of the COVID crisis, quote, Pets are critical to so many renters' mental health and well-being, unquote. He also posted a picture of his cat sleeping. Uh, This is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong, and coming up, we're going to talk about how you can improve your overall health, your sense of well-being, and according to one study, might even help you make more money. It's all about Taking Care of Your Teeth with Dr. Ron Zockel from BC Perio. And how's this for a a study? They did this in 2012 in San Jose. They asked people to rate their perception of different people. And they found that people with good teeth were 58% more likely to be labeled as successful, as well as 58% were more likely uh, labeled as wealthy than those with missing, crooked, or discolored teeth. Just something to think about. And that's why uh, we have an expert in good teeth. Uh, Dr. Ron Zockel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center on West Broadway, uh, bcperio.ca. Hello, Dr. Ron Zockel. How are you, Ron?
1: <laughs> great to be with you, Barton. I'm fine. Thank you very much.
0: That's great. Well, um, before we talk about the the sort of the vanity of having good teeth, I wanted to talk about the, the fact that A lot of people don't realize this either, that good dental health has a huge impact on your overall health.
1: Well, probably it has a a higher bearing that you might even realize, but socioeconomically, be it for social reasons or business reasons, there's benefits, as you pointed out correctly in your opening statement. But additionally, uh, several just a few years ago, and something that confirms something that we thought was exactly this situation but the medical community came out and they related the evidence of periodontal disease as being a significant factor in heart attacks and strokes so it affects all organs of the body when you get that disease entry from around the teeth into the rest of the body
0: wow so this is sort of inflammation and that kind of thing and it's it's interesting how we're learning how it all kind of fits together (laughs)
1: And you just pointed on one thing that's really, really important. That's the inflammatory process, the autoimmune system in the body and how it reacts to get rid of insulting microorganisms and things that cause injury to tissues and the body reacts against it. And when it does and it's not under control, it can damage itself. Uh, We end up damaging ourselves with the inflammatory process.
0: Wow. Uh, we, we got deep really early in this. <laughs> uh, it's BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, and that's, um, that's where you can start your journey to really good dental health. And you're, you're a specialty clinic. Why don't you just uh, sort of describe what you do? Uh, you're not a typical dentist. You're a, you're a specialty clinic.
1: It's a specialty clinic, yes. It's comprised of predominantly periodontists and prosthodontists, and I'm the exception. I'm a general dentist, but I've been in this business 47 years. And for reasons that are Dr. Bertie's predominantly, uh, he invited me to practice with him once he brought my practice uh, about seven years ago. And because I do what I do is technically specialty level work. And uh, somebody who, like Dr. Bertie, who's a dual specialist in periodontics and prosthodontics, a board certified in both fields, felt it appropriate to ask me to come and work side by side with him.
0: So. Talking about things like um, inflammation and those kind of things, what should people watch out for uh, in their mouth, and when is it time to call BC Perio?
1: <laughs> Anytime you think you might have a problem would be a good start. <laughs> uh, but I think I think what people probably realize that they've gone in the wrong direction for a while. They start having pain in their teeth, or they might have mobility. What I talk about is teeth that move more than they're supposed to. Or they notice that when they brush their teeth, they get bleeding, or there's odors coming from the mouth. These are all signs of the disease process that's been in progress for quite some time, and you want to get on top of it as fast as possible.
0: Mm -hmm. And as a just a basic uh, thing, what should people be doing every day with their teeth?
1: Clean them. (laughs) <laughs> How many times should they brush? The, the going trend is to suggest three times a day. Before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning, and probably after lunch is probably an ideal. Having said that, if you brush your teeth incredibly thoroughly and very, very effectively, not everybody does that. Even though they brush every time, every day, three times a day, they probably miss certain areas routinely. And that's a bit of the problem, because that area that gets missed routinely is like a toothbrush never touched it for a long, long time. And, of course, you can have a disease process that occurs. So brushing becomes habitual. And therefore, what you've got to determine is whether or not your habits are actually getting the job done properly or not. And that's why a visit to the dentist on a regular basis is really valuable.
0: And what about uh, all these new uh, electric toothbrushes? There's all the different styles. Uh, Do you recommend those, or or are you still uh, into the good (laughs) old-fashioned manual toothbrush?
1: Well, I've been asked that question a long time, and and they said, what should I use? I said, I really don't care. You can brush your teeth with a whisk broom as long as you get the job done properly. (laughs) That's being a little silly, of course. We know that electric toothbrushes, when properly applied, do the job a little bit better than our hand toothbrushes. So for all the effort that we make and the routines that we follow, an electric toothbrush will do a better job than, our, than a manual toothbrush.
0: Dr. Ron Zockel is our guest, uh, and he is from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And now that I think about it, I haven't even mentioned flossing. Uh, we 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 should mention flossing, right? Oh, of course. <laughs> <At> <laughs> we,
1: there's a saying, Martin, there's a saying a number of, many years back, actually, and uh, somebody would ask the question, uh, should we floss all our teeth? And the person answered, no, only the ones you want to keep.
0: <laughs> well, because this might be kind of too much information, but I have certain teeth that are, are, are sort of uh, deposits for food. You know what I mean? Like sir, some other teeth, they, the food has nowhere to stay. But other f- teeth tends to be the back teeth. Uh, I have to floss or it just gets kind of gnarly. Is that what most people have?
1: I think a lot of people have that. And it, it may lend itself to how your teeth are arranged in your mouth. Uh, if they have periodontal disease and are slightly mobile, in other words, they move a little bit, then food can trap between teeth a little bit easier. When that happens and it's not removed, then the disease process actually goes even further. Uh, so when you have those things, the corrective Procedures for that would be have a look at the at the relationship of the teeth. If the teeth are mo- moving around, then you've got to find a way to stabilize them or remove them, put them an implant in. But keeping teeth stable and well connected with each other keeps the teeth in a balance in the mouth, which do, does several things, which includes minimizing the amount of food that traps between them.
0: Right. And let's talk implants. Uh, We're talking to Dr. Ron Zockel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. And uh, I guess maybe if it was a few years ago, um, I would say a lot of people wouldn't know what dental implants are. But do you think most people um, understand how dental implants work? I think so.
1: And I, I got started in this field of implant dentistry about 35, almost 40 years ago and back then that wasn't the case but I think today it's a fairly well understood concept. The concept of implants as a whole be it dental implants or other implants in the body uh, are very very well understood and, and you think about all the medical disciplines that are out there and the biotechnologies uh, that have been used to replace body parts be it lenses for eyes or hip joints knee joints or for teeth for that matter. I think this is a concept that is well understood and appreciated now.
0: Yeah, so you, you think there'll be a time when uh, no one is missing a tooth. They'll, they'll have an implant.
1: Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, <laughs> <laughs> respectfully.
0: I, I guess hockey players must be a, 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 some good potential customers for you.
1: Oh, I've, I've treated a good number of them over my years, absolutely. <laughs> Vancouver Canucks and so on and so forth. Oh, really? But, Oh yeah, Uh, I might say that the process of dental disease or even congenitally missing teeth where people are born without certain teeth, every one of these protocols ends up with a situation where a tooth might be missing or less than ideally or the mouth is unstable and the teeth that are presently in place. Dental implants provide a tremendously good service to stabilize the teeth and to ensure you have the potential of having, keeping whatever teeth you have remaining for the rest of your
0: life. Right. And and the basic idea of the implant is you you put an anchor into the bone and then you just screw on a tooth, right? <laughs> is, am I oversimplifying? And,
1: well, you, you come really, really close there, uh, A lot of people have a sense that an implant is the thing that goes in the bone plus, and the tooth and, as well, and it's not. You are quite right. The implant goes into the bone. It replaces the root of a tooth. And... And a tooth is then screwed on or cemented on, either way. But it's affixed to the implant once the implant has integrated into the jaw bone.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and the idea of teeth in one day, because I have one implant and I had it many years ago. It was a very long process. But what's the typical process for an implant and where do teeth in one day, where does that fit in?
1: Okay, thank you. That's more leading edge. And I think it's important to acknowledge this. And not every dentist who places implants today follows this protocol. Uh, In our office, we endeavor when we place an implant and the appropriate considerations are in place to put a tooth on that implant immediately. That's our normal go-to protocol. And that happens, I would say, probably 90% of the time in our office, whether it's in the front of the mouth or the back of the mouth. And uh, that's that's our norm, but it's not everybody's norm.
0: Right. So some people get the 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 plug or what, the anchor put into their mouth, and then they just have a a bald anchor sitting there for quite a while. <laughs>
1: I love your terminology, <laughs> a bald anchor. Uh, I, I think we're in the boating world right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd probably. No, so
1: so we we call that thing that goes in the bone. The implant that is the oh implant. that is the implant yeah now that implant when placed depending on the ability of that implant to secure to the bone immediately we call that an initial fixation if it is rigid enough then we can put something on top of the implant to extend it into the mouth or even put a tooth onto it. For those implants that are put in and the bone is really, really poor quality and we can't get really good anchorage of that implant, we will bury it underneath the gum tissue. So when you look in the mouth after the surgery, there's nothing there. It's just like you were there originally, but deep inside the bone, that implant exists and is healing and waiting for the bone to attach to the implant so that later on when we uncover it, we can put a tooth on it.
0: Yeah, and I just realized uh, with—we're talking to Dr. Ron Zockel uh, from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, and I just realized I'm sort of crudely discussing this dentistry. (laughs) Um, I'm probably frightening people uh, because a lot of people are afraid of of getting procedures done. Uh, How how do you deal with dental anxiety at uh, BC Perio? You listen.
1: When somebody comes in, anxiety usually occurs because of previous experiences and such. And these poor individuals, when somebody comes in with a lot of anxiety, you can't minimize the effect. Because no matter what their history was or the reason for the anxiety, the fact that they do have it is real. And you have to, what dentists should, in all circumstances, listen very closely and very intently and understand where that person's coming from and do everything they can to make them feel a
0: lot more comfortable. So that's the key, just listening. Very much so.
1: It's a good start in any case.
0: Yeah. So I I guess you've seen uh, in your very many years of experience, uh, all sorts. Do do you ever get people like, I don't know if you saw the movie uh, Little Shop of Horrors. There was somebody who came in who actually enjoyed the pain. Um,
1: Martin, you're not helping. (laughs) Yeah, you're right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know what I think we should do? I think we should take a break. But when we come back, I want to talk about uh, things that really affect People and their mouths, especially uh, you know the H word, halitosis, and uh, how how uh, B C Perio can can help you to avoid. Uh, Things like that. We're talking to Dr. Ron Zockel. He is uh, one of the partners in BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center. You can find them 777 West Broadway, or you could go to bcperio.ca. And we were talking about a study they did back in 2012 in San Jose, and they found uh, all sorts of reasons why your smile uh, means a lot to other people, and according to this study, nearly two in five Americans, that's 38%, would consider not going on a second date with someone who has bad teeth, either missing, crooked, or discolored teeth. Uh, Far fewer, uh, they say, than would uh, ditch uh, a potential partner who lives with his or her parents. So (laughs) something to think about. Uh, (laughs) But Dr. Ron Zockel uh, is with us, and uh, I mentioned before uh, about something that... uh, is a sign of uh, ill health with with dental health is halitosis and bad breath sometimes uh, halitosis can be a real sign that something's wrong.
1: Well it can and it's not necessarily just disease of the teeth that causes halitosis so if um, I, I would think in the great majority of cases halitosis, which is odors coming from the mouth are emanating from gum disease and people who are not cleaning their, their mouth as well but it can originate from stomach or oropharyngeal sources and such and if you can't get rid of halitosis through good cleaning you should have a talk to your doctor to see if there are other issues at play here
0: Mm -hmm. it's worth uh, thinking about and and speaking about this uh survey uh tooth whitening uh what what's the technology like these days for whitening teeth i mean you must be making some big strides in that area well, it's something we do from time
1: to time, and uh, because our our work is both surgical and prosthetic, and prosthetic, I mean by uh, building teeth, making teeth, but aesthetics plays a large role in that. So the desire to have nice, white, good-looking teeth is is always there, no matter how old you are, because our vanity has no limits for based on age, and uh, so. With tooth whitening itself, there's a lot of different solutions that are available. You can do tooth whitening directly in the office, our office, for example, which is very rapid and very quick and and expensive. On the other hand, if you go to one of the drugstores, for example, and get some of the tooth whitening materials and follow their instructions, you can also get a good job. It'll take a bit longer, but be a lot less expensive.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, let's get into some of the high-tech stuff that BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Centre is working on, uh, Dr. Zockel. Uh, Now, we were talking about implants. Where do lasers fit into all this?
1: Oh, boy. Lasers have actually been around for quite some time uh, at this point. But lasers is, like everything else that we do in our field, is a tool. And it has certain advantages and uh, i can recall treating uh actually a very prominent politician for a very large case who had a, a history a medical related history where we couldn't take him off of the blood thinners he was on because he actually might die and and so that laser for example and those guys i was able to do the complete surgery and place implants in his whole mouth using laser to control bleeding, as well as access to the surgical sites and things like that. So lasers in that area, lasers can be used to prepare tooth structure for fillings these days. Uh, they can be used for soft tissue surgeries or even hard tissues, as I mentioned before.
0: Wow. So what's the most, the most number of teeth you've ever put in <laughs> implant wise? Have you, have, you, have <laughs> you ever reconstructed someone's entire mouth almost? Uh,
1: yes, I, 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 absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And um, it it depends on uh, ability to cover the cost for something like that. It's our ideal, if you're missing a tooth, our ideal is to place an implant per missing tooth and put a single tooth on each implant. But it is impractical for the great majority of people because the cost is prohibitive. Mm -hmm. And but there are people who say they're not that concerned about it and whatever it takes, they just want the best that the field can offer. And Mm -hmm. they're although they're not always there, we do see a good number of people. but uh, while something like in that situation might be 150 to $200,000, depending on the amount of bone that has to be rebuilt and what you have to do to make it work, we can accomplish the same results both functionally and aesthetically for a fraction of that cost. And we talk about teeth in a day, we talk about taking all bad teeth out of your mouth, getting rid of the disease, putting the implants in and giving a full set of teeth all in the same day. And people come in with garbage, disease mouth and walk out with very healthy, stable and beautiful dentition.
0: And what a what a life changer that would be.
1: You can't begin to imagine how positive it is for these people. Their impact socioeconomically is just unbelievable.
0: Dr. Ron Zokel is with BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, 777 West Broadway. Uh, and what about x-rays? Um, how important is an x-ray to, to your dental health? Essential.
1: Absolutely essential. But not all x-rays are created equal. I take, for example... Uh, One of the things that you do see when you go to the average general dentist, they'll do a periapical x-ray and a bite wing. That's good for uh, noticing decay or evaluating the quality of the bone immediately under the gum by the tooth. But there are other areas such as CT scans. Now, a CT scan in the medical world causes a, a significant exposure to a lot of radiation, and therefore you can't have a lot of them without suffering the consequence of that. On the other hand, in dental offices such as BC Perio, we use a, a cone beam CT scan, which is a slightly different technology, which gives us the information we need at a massively reduced radiation exposure. And uh, I think that's really, really important for people to be aware of. And when we do this, we provide these services. We, we don't charge for that service, actually, because we feel philosophically it's an absolutely essential tool so that so that we can actually see everything we need to see to help our patients understand what the best treatment is for them. So we don't we don't charge for that because we don't want that to be a, a, a barrier to doing high-quality dentistry.
0: Right. So I guess if someone comes in with any kind of complaint, a, a new patient, that's the first thing you want to see is either a CT scan or an X-ray.
1: Indeed. And, and when you talk about implant dentistry, for example, uh there's no way we can determine what, what the disease process is or how to treatment plan or how to manage the case unless we see the bone characteristics, which you can't see when you just look inside the mouth. So x-rays are absolutely an essential tool for doing that.
0: I remember I was at the dentist a few years back and uh, they shone a light into my mouth. It was some sort of strangely colored light and they were looking for tongue cancers. Yes. Is, is, that a, is that now a thing that you <laughs> always do?
1: Well, a lot of practices, Veloscopes. we have a Veloscope as well. But it, it, what it does is identify areas of inflammation, and which can be indicative of a cancerous lesion and such and draws our attention to to where it might be. But I, I think these are the surfaces, and we, have, we use it from time to time. Uh, but uh, I, I think it's really essential to have that tool available in any dental office.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think that's how um, Eddie Van Halen, who just passed away, I think he yes. sta- started with tongue cancer.
1: Yeah, and it's, it's really unfortunate. These oral lesions and cancers and things like that often will start in the mouth. The important thing is to diagnose it early. So and, and unfortunately, cancers are usually not painful and therefore it's essential that if you have something that doesn't look normal and it's not painful, have, have your physician or your dentist have a good look at it. Because if you catch these things early and they're, and they're solvable. You can, you can cure these things. And um, I think so it's essential to see your dentist on a regular basis.
0: So how do people know that they should come into BC Perio? Uh, what, are the, what are the things that people should watch out for and when can you really help?
1: How? If you define help as just by helping people with knowledge, then anytime you have a concern about your dental health, give us a call. Mm -hmm. And if you have no issues, that's fine. That's not a problem. But our goal is to first find out where you stand in the dental health cycle there. And if you're really healthy and stable, we'll shake your hand, congratulate you and send you on your way. Uh, if you need something and it falls within the type of treatment we provide, we will recommend treatment. And if it falls into an area of treatment that we don't normally do, we'll refer you to the appropriate doctor.
0: Mm-hmm. And implants, do they last forever?
1: They have the potential to, but they don't always. There's uh, there's a disease process that can happen around implants just like natural teeth if you don't take care of it. But I have I have patients who got implants in for close to forty years, and and it looks to me as though these people will the implants will survive the people in these cases. So there's a good good many of those. On the other hand, we have these substitutions situations where the disease process which caused the need for the implant, in other words, the damage and loss of the tooth, the person doesn't learn their lesson and continues to be careless about the management and health of their of the p- things that are in their mouth or teeth or implants, and they will lose bone. And some of these implants have to be taken out and, and redone. So it, it it can have a disease process associated with it, but I can't think of anything in dentistry that has a greater potential to last a patient's lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. A Dr. Ron Zockel from BC Perio on West Broadway in Vancouver. Now this might be kind of a, a silly question because you've been doing this forever. Uh, you've been in the dental health game for a long time. Um, how different is it now? Do you look back on when you started, or or are the is it basically the same thing with different tools?
1: Oh, it's it's evolved quite significantly, Martin. Uh, I, I think back to our protocols that we used almost forty years ago, and compared to today, and there's a, a world of difference. Our science has played a large role in telling us what works and what doesn't work, and uh, and also the clinicians who have, uh, let's say push the limits of what's possible, only to find out that pushing those limits turned out to be really, really positive and really good. So we've learned over the years what works and what doesn't work. We still have a long way to go. There's no question about that. But it's massively different today than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago.
0: And as we discussed, uh, the connection between your overall health uh, and your dental health, we're just learning how, how, how important that connection is.
1: Well, that's true, and uh, what's really nice is to see the medical science, the, uh, not just the dental science, but the medical science, fall into alignment with that principle.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Ron Zockel, uh thank you so much for talking to us, and uh, I'm going to go home and and floss right now (laughs) Uh, and i will uh, see you soon at bc perio dental health and implant center 777 west broadway in vancouver and you can also go to bcperio.ca that's a great website you have a lot of articles uh, about what kind of work you're doing and some tips for people to have better oral health so thank you dr ron
1: Thank you very much, Martin. I appreciate having the time to spend with you.
0: We'll, we'll talk to you soon. It is Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, it's Ask Andrew. It's Dr. Ron Zokel from BC Perio Dental Health and Implant Center, 777 West Broadway in Vancouver. Or you can visit them online at bcperio.ca. That's perio with an E. And we'll have more with uh, Ron when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And with me now is Andrew Ferreira, the producer of uh, Vancouver Consumer with Ask Andrew. And I've been watching, Andrew, a lot of CNN uh, coverage of the American election. And I see them doing the early voting. And some people are waiting in line for six hours. It's insane. And it makes you think uh, how lucky we are here in B.C., uh, because I don't think we're going to see those kind of lines. But we're going to, I guess this weekend is a pretty important one for early voting.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we are lucky to live in a place where we don't have to deal with things such as voter suppression. It, it, it's quite to the extent that uh, that, it's being, that it's happening south of the border. So, you know, to any American listeners, if you're out there in those lines, you know, get on you.
0: Mm-hmm. Keep it up. I know I really appreciate those people, uh, you know, with umbrellas just you know taking four hours of their day to go vote
2: it's awesome and like you said we're lucky here in bc that we don't have to worry about it but there is an election in case you weren't aware <laughs> uh that's coming right up and in fact advanced voting has already opened it opened earlier this week uh after the show this afternoon i'm gonna go hit up advance polling and do my part to vote uh but things are going to be a little bit different because oh, yeah? we are in a pandemic that's true uh, and uh you know it, Experience tells me that you know voting centers aren't always the most, uh, how do we say, necessarily spacious, non-crowded, uh, zero-contact spaces uh, there are. So Elections BC has kind of gone out and they've they've done a little bit of a on the Elections BC website. There's a bit of a, an info card, if you will, uh, but they do have safety measures in place. Uh, there's going to be physical distancing, of course. They're going to have capacity limits, uh, so you know you'll be asked to line up outside. There will be protective barriers at the voting stations, Uh, hand sanitizer at the entry and exit of the voting uh, locations. Uh, All election officials uh, have been trained on safety protocols. So they'll be wearing, you know, the masks and the visors. Uh, Lots of cleaning will be done. Uh, But this is a key point. Uh, The use of face masks by you, me, everyone else, the voters, is optional. So you actually don't have to wear a mask. I will say wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. Elections BC has said that this is optional because of all the precautions that they've taken. I do encourage you, though, to just wear a mask. It's a good habit to get into. Uh, Another interesting thing uh, that took me by surprise was that voters can actually bring you can bring your own pen or pencil to mark the ballot this time.
0: Oh, yeah, I was reading about
2: that. Because usually, you know, they would have a pen that's just kind of sitting there and you'd yeah. use that and sign it off. But with everyone being, you know, a little bit more conscious of the possibility of transmission with high touch objects and surfaces, you can bring your own pen or pencil device. Yeah,
0: the guy before you, some guy couldn't decide, so he had to chew on the pencil for a few minutes. Oh, and, oh,
2: yeah, no,
0: no, not good.
2: No, thank you. But yeah, it, you know, if you're not one of the literally about 700,000, um, uh, British Columbians who requested vote-by-mail packages, which is astonishing. Like, that is an insane number. Uh, 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 unprecedented, you know, uh, exponential growth over the last election. Uh, advanced voting is open right now. You know, uh, go to the Elections BC website. Advanced polling is open on most days. Um 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., but of course, it will vary based on the individual location that you're at. And again, if you're un- if you're un- unsure of where to go or what to do, just go to the website. The website is just elections.bc.ca. All of the, uh, the information will be there for you. And again, advanced voting is happening. Um, it started on Thursday, actually, and it's going straight through till Wednesday. So actually, in comparison to the last election, uh, we get an extra day of advanced voting to kind of make up for the fact that lines will have to be longer and things might be a little bit slower and of course you know the election's coming up keep your ears tuned to see KNW will be having all of that information for you as we uh speed towards yet another BC election
0: yeah and wear a mask but if you don't have a mask you can still vote but wear a mask yeah but wear a mask Yeah, it's Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. This market, the real estate market, is red hot. The BC Real Estate Association came out with their numbers for September, and it's record-setting. And we're going to talk about this market and how you can take advantage of it with John Carlson from 2% Realty, johnnysmartpoint.com. That's when Vancouver Consumer returns on CKNW.